Hello and welcome back to the fourth episode of Talent Talks, a new podcast series brought to you through the cooperation of the Talent City Centre Government, the City Centre New Arrivals Council and the City of Talent as part of the Talent City Centre for New Arrivals project. We're Cassandra and Chantal and we're both part of Talent's international community helping to help you connect to your new city and feel more like a local. And government is exactly what we're focusing on today. With the Estonian municipal elections coming up on October 17th, we're here to support you in understanding your voting rights as residents of Tallinn, getting to understand a little more about the Estonian political system, the parties running, what they stand for, what they're looking to change in our city, and the process for voting, both, of course, online and in person. We have the pleasure of speaking with two experts. Firstly, uh, Tönes Sartz, a well-known political scientist and lecturer, and Prit Lello, who's the city secretary for the Tallinn City Centre Government, about the voting process in the city. But first, as always, let's start with some quick local news. Upcoming elections are at the top of the local news. Local government council elections or local elections will take place in Estonia between October 11th and 17th. The eligibility to vote in the local elections in Tallinn is granted to a person who is at least 16 years of age on the day of election and according to the population registry as of September 17th is either an Estonian citizen who has a permanent place of residence in Tallinn, an European Union citizen who has a permanent place of residence in Tallinn, or a foreign national who has a permanent place of residence in Tallinn and who is residing in Estonia on the basis of a long-term residence permit or a permanent right of residence. A person who is not eligible to vote is if they are a person without active legal capacity regarding the eligibility to vote, convicted of a criminal offense by the court and currently imprisoned, or a foreign national who is not a citizen of Estonia or the European Union according to the Municipal Council Election Act. If you would like to learn more about the elections in Tallinn, you can visit tallinn.ee forward slash eng forward slash elections. Chantal will continue on the subject of the upcoming elections after the city news by interviewing Tinis Saritz and Prit Lello. Tinis is an assistant professor of comparative politics at Tallinn University and Prit is Tallinn's city secretary. This week, a large-scale COVID-19 vaccination campaign will take place. From the 13th to the 19th of September, vaccinations can be received without pre-registration in the evenings and on weekends in all Estonian counties. To be vaccinated, find a preferred vaccination point and show up. However, it is necessary to bring an identity document. Vaccination options are offered in pharmacies, shopping centers, parking lots, public squares, or in front of the shops. Vaccination buses are also operating. The Pfizer, BioNTech, and the Moderna SpikeVax vaccines are being offered and are suitable for 12 years of age. Information on vaccination options is available on the website vaccinati.ee and at the state's uh, information line 1247. It is also possible to book a vaccination in advance on the digital registry digilugu.ee or by f- calling Again, one, two, four, seven. The Family Doctors Advice Line 1220 likewise offers health advice related to vaccination. Vaccination is free for everyone living, studying, or working in Estonia. 
Green Capital Awards ceremony on 9th of September in Lahti, Finland, Tallinn was announced to be the European Green Capital for 2023. Tallinn impressed the international jury with our systemic approach to green governance and interlinked strategic goals, which reflect the ambitions of the European Green Deal. As one of the best preserved medieval cities in Europe and a UNESCO World Heritage Site, Tallinn is characterized by a diverse and mosaic nature of its landscape and communities, which also serve as habitats for rare species. Tallinn will lead the newly launched network of 19 European cities, which aim to implement the UN Sustainable Development Goals at the local level, focusing, among other things, on poverty eradication, gender equality, clean water, climate change, sustainable cities and energy sustainability, economic growth and employment. Tallinn reached the final stage of the prestigious competition together with Helsingborg, Sweden, Krakow, Poland, and Sofia, Bulgaria. A total of 16 cities applied for the title of European Green Capital 2023. You can read more about Tallinn's journey to becoming the European Green Capital of 2023 and its activities for greener urban development on the Green Capital website. From 3rd September to October 1st, all residents of Tallinn can submit proposals for which projects will be funded by the city's participatory budget in 2022. The total planned amount for the participatory budget in 2022 is 1 million euros. The exact total sum of the budget will be approved by the Tallinn City Council at the budget adoption meeting at the end of the year. All residents of Tallinn can submit ideas that are appealing to their community and can be carried out with the city's funding. It is important to bear in mind that the funds from the participatory budget may only be used for objects intended for public use and which can be accessed for free. Creative and green ideas are especially welcomed. Projects that do not receive enough votes to be chosen in last year's vote can be resubmitted. Ideas can be submitted digitally, digitally or on paper, either by Tallinn City Office's Service Bureau at Babadusa Valley X7 or at your district administration office. Instructions for submitting ideas can be found on the participatory budget website. So how are ideas selected? Ideas will be assessed by an expert committee and the selected ideas will then be introduced, discussed and put to the public vote. The public vote on Tallinn's second participatory budget will take place the 29th of November to the 12th of December. All persons at least 14 years of age whose place of residence is listed as Tallinn in the population register can participate in the vote. Each participant may vote for up to two ideas they like in the resident district. Last year, citizens submitted more than 500 ideas for the participatory budget. In six of the districts, one idea had been chosen and two in two districts. Most of these projects have now been carried out or will be carried out before the end of the year. Some of the projects which were extensive but also necessary will be completed next year. More information on the sub submission of ideas for the participatory budget and the assessment process can be found at talon.ee. The new Puhia Talon Community Center will be open as of Wednesday, September 15th at 2 p.m. for all to enjoy. The Puja Tallinn Community Centre, located at Kari 13, is a multifunctional building that houses the city district government, Tallinn Kopli Hobby School, non-profit associations and affiliations of the Municipal Police Department. 
From now on, the people of Puhia Talon will be able to get municipal services and spend free time in the same place. The new community building has been built on the site of the demolished former school building, Talina Ranuku Gymnasium. An outdoor stage, a bicycle parking lot, a children's playground, a basketball court, and a skateboard park have been incorporated into the courtyard of the new building. The community center is easily accessible by both public and other means of transport. These are the news of Talon, and I give the floor to Chantel and our first guest, Tunis Sats. So, many expats aren't aware, but the local elections in Estonia are one of two where non-citizens can vote. There's these, and there's those for the European Parliament. Only citizens can elect the Parliament. The Parliament then decides the President, who decides the Prime Minister from the candidates put forward by the local parties. Ergo, this is what your one chance to have your say in local matters. A few quick facts. The elections are coming up from the 11th to the 17th of October, and you can take part if you have permanent residency in Estonia, or if you're an EU citizen and you're 16 or more on election day. There are around 200,000 or more non-citizens who are eligible to vote locally, so it does matter. Estonia is divided up into 12 municipalities, of which three are in Tallinn, and representation is done proportionately based on the registered residents in those municipalities. And a large percentage of your income tax actually goes to your municipality. For example, approximately 60% of the Tallinn city budget comes from personal income tax revenue. So you actually have the opportunity to feel that you're directly impacting where and how your tax dollars are being spent to better your life and your city, which is definitely not the same in other places. With us today to introduce us to the Estonian political system and talk through some of the key issues being hotly debated in this election is Turnus Sartz, a well-known political scientist and lecturer as the Associate Professor of Comparative Politics at the Institute of Social Sciences of Tallinn University. So Turnus, thank you so much for coming in and spending some time with us. And I am very, very sorry in advance that I'm about to ask you basically to take us through Estonian Politics 101 for expat dummies today. Uh, <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> Hi. So let's start with a quick overview of the actual kind of political system and tiers in Estonia and where local government actually fits in. So is this completely independent of the national parliament? Does it feed up to? How does this, this kind of fit in? Yes, if you consider the Estonian political systems, and it's not very a peculiar political system in in the wider European context. Uh, in in this sense that we have only one tier local government system. We have only municipalities, the municipality level government. Um, so we have municipalities and cities, and that's it. Okay. Uh, there is there are no the state level government. I mean that you have the states like in the US and in some other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are no uh, regional government that you have counties or districts or something like that. We have only cities and and municipalities, basically municipality level governments, and okay. and so. In, in this sense, it uh, makes uh, it easier to vote uh, at the local elections. Got so it. if you're living <laughs> in Tallinn, then you vote for, uh, for the candidates who are running uh, for the city, uh, city council. Got it. Okay. Mm. And I was actually 
surprised to see the number of different parties. And I mean, mm -hmm. actual parties who actually have seats, not like, mm -hmm. you know, in the US, you have the guns and dope party. And in Australia, you have the, I think I found one called the sun ripened warm tomato, uh, tomato party mm -hmm. in Australia. Um, but in Estonia, there's actually quite a broad range of, of parties who are genuinely competing with different ideologies and, and, and platforms in Estonia and having, uh, and having representation in government. So maybe you can give us a quick headline overview of the key players in the the party system um, and their kind of core ideologies, I guess. Yes, uh, one thing you have to take into account, maybe it's it's not so relevant for Tallinn, but uh, for many other parts of Estonia, it's quite relevant that, that the local elections, not only parties are running, but also so-called citizens' unions or okay. electoral unions, uh, in, in which... Uh, Often non-partisan uh, candidates are included okay. in, in those, those electoral unions, but it's not uh, so widespread in, in the big cities. Uh, use, uh, in Tartus, there have been some quite successful local electoral unions, but uh, not in Tallinn. Uh, but in some other parts of Estonia, it's really common that uh, alongside uh, with parties, you also see the lists of local electoral units. Okay. Whether they are called uh, our hometown or something like this, like this, but it's very common. Okay. And often, yes, uh, non-partisan candidates are included, but also partisan candidates. It's also quite widespread that uh, that some uh, members of of, uh, of the parties are also running in uh, local electoral unions because uh, in many parts of Estonia, let's say the uh, parties uh, don't have very, let's say, high reputation. Okay. So they are not very widely trusted. And so uh, for the candidates, it's easier to run in, in, uh, in the local local unions or local election units. But Got concerning it. the major parties, if you're talking about the Dallin, because yeah, in, in Dallin, Rosa, the major parties are, are running and, and, and those parties are also... Uh, those parties also have uh, the representation uh, in, in the parliament. And actually in Estonia, we have um, six major parties uh, right now. So if you take those parties, and let's start with, uh, with uh, the right-wing parties first, uh, the Estonian Reform Party, uh, which has been one of the major Estonian parties for a very long time and probably the most successful party in Estonia at all. Right. Because this party managed to stay in, in the national government for 17 years Whoa. in a row without wow. any interruption. Whoa, and so they're it's, currently... Uh, yeah, they are in also yes, in the government, exactly. but there okay. was a small, small break when uh, the Centre Party yep. was was serving as uh, as a party wow. of the Prime Minister. Uh, but uh, if you talk about ideologies and Reform Party, has traditionally been a liberal, even a neoliberal, market liberal party. But. Uh, at the same time, if we're talking about the conservative values, they have been uh, 
not anymore, but uh, at least um, uh, some years ago, uh, they have been relatively, let's say, national conservative, which in the student context means that they are anti-Russian or uh, consider Russia as a major threat to, to the students' security and so on. But basically it's a liberal, market liberal party, and also liberal uh, in, uh, in the cultural sense, I mean that they are supporting rather liberal cultural values. Uh, they are more tolerant towards the minorities, LGTB, and, and so on. And that's interesting, actually, because mm. so an expert friend of mine um, mm. said to me yesterday, Estonian politics is hard mm. to understand because left sometimes means right and right sometimes means left yeah. when you think about kind of what you're traditionally associating mm-hmm. with Republicans, Democrats, etc. You know, your Republicans traditionally in the US as your, your more right party are not out there, you know, uh, super pro LGBT rights, super etc. Uh, and mm-hmm. so it kind of almost mixes a little in, in you know, Estonia. In Estonia <laughs> yes, it's a bit complicated because some uh, right wing parties tend to be, let's say, not all of them are liberal in, in, in cultural sense. Right. <laughs> For example, if you take Ekremi and talk about this party, uh, later it's also uh, a right-wing party, but at the same time mm. it's not very liberal if you consider <laughs> right. uh, the values they are propagating and, and so on. Uh, but uh, let's go on. The second major party and also a very old party uh, has been the student centre party. And uh, yes, both parties are in the government right now, the Reform Party uh, led by Kaya Gallas and, and the Centre Party led by Yuri uh, Ratas. And if you talk about the Centre Parties, and Centre Party has been tradi- traditionally considered as a left-wing party. Okay. Uh, but it has been, if you're talking again about the values and about the culture dimension, it has been rather liberal. Okay. So, of course, within the parties, there are also some more conservative elements. But if you're looking at the party leadership right now and the major figureheads, then this, they are rather those figureheads are rather the younger generation, the politicians who belong to the younger generation. They tend to be quite quite liberal, not so uh, openly pro uh, LGTB, LGTB and, and so on, but, but they are rather liberal. Uh, but uh, concerning the socioeconomic policies, this party is rather close to the social democrats, okay. even. And what makes this party um, special somehow, or has made uh, that party special, is that um, this is the party which was uh, overwhelmingly supported by the Russian speakers. Right. Okay. So uh, rather Russian speakers tend to vote for that party, but also Estonian, the Estonian voters. So it's not uh, so-called ethnic party. It's Got rather it. 
let's say, integrational or integration part. Okay. In that sense that both Estonians and, and Russians are supporting it. Got it. Mm-hmm. And the center party is current, currently has the power and, and I understand yeah, has for quite is. a while mm-hmm. in Tallinn itself mm-hmm. with yeah, yeah. our current mayor. Uh, and, yeah, in, yes. the, in Tallinn as well. Yeah. And, and uh, what makes this party, again, special in that sense, uh, the center party has ruled the city since 2005. Wow, okay. uh, so it has been in power constantly for 16 years right. without any interruption. And uh, what it makes also very special is that it has ruled the city alone. There have been no, uh, almost no coalition governments because uh, even in, in, in the last elections uh, in 2017, the Central Party was able to win um, a majority of uh, wow. seats uh, in the city council. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay, so reform center. Yes, and those have been actually the major major parties in Estonia. But uh, let's move on. Mm, then we have two other very traditional traditional parties, very old parties in in Estonia. Uh, uh, which nowadays are not not playing such a prominent role anymore, but historically they have been very important in in Estonian politics. Uh, first, pro pro uh, pro patria, uh, Isama in in Estonian. Uh, this has been one of the major conservative or national conservative party in Estonia. And if someone has heard about uh, Mart Blar and about uh, his pulled uh, market reforms in the 90s, then this, is the, this was the Mart Blar's party, I okay. mean, from party. Uh, nowadays they have uh, another leader, uh, Helir Valderseder, uh, and this party is not so prominent like it used to be in the 90s. But still, it's, it, uh, it's uh, playing a quite important role uh, in the student politics. And um, they, have always have, they have always had uh, a representation in the city government uh, of city council in, in Tallinn as well. Okay. Not in the city government, but in the city council at least. Uh, and it's a national conservative party. So if we consider the socioeconomic dimensions, and uh, they are also, let's say, more, more market liberal, they tend to be more, um, let's say, not left-wing, but uh, the state-centered somehow than the reform party. So they think that uh, the state has to take uh, more care of of the people and 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 uh, and uh, regulate the market uh, and so on. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, if we consider the cultural dimensions and that part is rather conservative and not so uh, tolerant towards the minorities. Uh, they are propagating the, the, the traditional values, like family values and, and so on. So in that sense, they are even closer to Dekra. Okay. Um, and uh, to 
fourth major old party in Estonia, it's Social Democrats. And yeah, it's obvious that's that they are left wing <laughs> uh, in socioeconomic terms and also in uh, in cultural terms. If you're looking at the values, they are probably the most uh, minority friendly party okay. at all in <laughs> Estonia. Uh, very pro LGTB and uh, pro minorities and so on. Uh, very, let's say, Western style social social democratic party. Right. Uh, but traditionally, if you consider the social economic uh, dimension, then social democrats here in Estonia mostly because. Uh, our post-communist background and uh, and uh, because the fact that uh, neoliberalism has been so uh, dominant, uh, our social democrats are more right-wing than the social democrats in, in the Scandinavia, for example. Gotcha. Or in, in, in some other countries, in Western Europe and countries, uh, considering uh, the social, uh, the social economic, uh, their social economic profile. So in, in cultural terms, very Western, uh, very left-wing, but in social economic terms, a bit more right-wing right. than, okay. than in, uh, it is in traditional way. Uh, and um, um, then uh, we have two new parties, more or less new parties, uh, and probably the most notorious uh, party <laughs> and uh, very well-known party in Estonia is, is the Estonian Conservative People's Party, so-called ECRA. And this could this party could be considered as a traditional uh, the radical right wing party. Uh, even the radical right wing populist party to some extent. And um, they are quite close to the uh, true Finns in Finland, uh, to the Swedish Democrats, uh, to the Front National in France, uh, to the Republicans in the US, if you talk about Donald Trump yeah, and, yeah. And, and so on. Uh, and uh, in socioeconomic terms, it's uh, difficult to position that party. Actually, they are almost in the center. Okay. They are not so much left. They are not left wing. Uh, they are not right wing. They are somewhere in the center. But um, in in cultural terms, if you talk about the values. Then this party uh, is is a very traditional populist radical right party, mm -hmm. uh, traditional family values, anti LGTB. Uh, they are Eurosceptics uh, or have the Eurosceptic attitudes. Um, uh, and 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 so on. So in in cultural terms, yes, this party is not very different from from other populist populist right wing parties in in Europe. Right. And the last new party, which is really a really new party, which was actually founded in in 
2016, as, as I remember, is the student free party. This is a very Again, if ECRA was very conservative and, and, and uh, right-wing uh, populist, this party is, um, is uh, a liberal party, uh, both in economic and, and cultural terms. Okay. Great. Um, that was incredibly helpful. <laughs> Thank mm. you. Um, so just touching on a couple of things. So firstly, just going back to, to ECRA and not wanting to either, obviously mm. kind of get political about agreeing or disagreeing with them, but just obviously from the perspective of us being an international community in, in Estonia, um, and therefore many of us being migrants um, of different races and, and backgrounds in Estonia, um, the, the, the rise in popularity of ECRA obviously does have, you know, an impact on, on, on this community. Um, so what what are we seeing or what are we likely to see from ECRA in this election? Are the, the polls kind of telling us that things are going to grow, that their popularity is going to grow, et cetera, or um, will that change? Yes, um, I, I guess that ECRA is probably trying to make uh, immigration and family values issues uh, central. For, okay. for for the upcoming uh, elections. Um, I'm not sure whether other parties also uh, want to help Pekra in, in that respect. <laughs> 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 because for them, uh, obviously, immigration is not the major issue, at least right, right now. Mm -hmm. And also, yes, maybe uh, pro-party Isama is also going to talk about uh, family values and about the traditional family, and they are somehow against the Cohabitation Act, which was adopted in, in Estonia in 2014. But uh, otherwise, I guess that pro-party is, is not uh, very playing uh, on on the immigration card like okay. ECRA tries to do, and other parties really are not interested in in, okay. in, in, in the immigration issues. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so in terms of you know we have all these parties, and as you said, it was actually relatively exceptional that the centre party has had an outright majority mm -hmm. in Estonia um, for so long. Um, one of the things as well I find I find different about Estonian politics is the kind of coalition system. Yeah. Um, you know, with so many parties, people do have to come together to, to have that majority. So can it be um, that there are different coalitions actually at a local level and then the, the federal level? Um, and how does that kind of work? Uh, do we see some interaction between those coalitions? Like we're going to kind of form something together at a local level so that we are, uh, you know, a stronger force together at the, the national level? Or can they be entirely different that we may see a separate you know, pairing mm -hmm. of parties mm -hmm. in this election locally mm -hmm. than we may see in two years at a national level. Mm. Yeah, it, it depends on the size of uh, of uh, a given uh, municipality, mostly. Uh, if you're looking at small, smaller municipalities and, and smaller cities or, or towns, then at local level, in, in, in two uh, localities, it's not the problem if some parties, which never can make a coalition <laughs> at the national level, are forming a coalition. 
Okay. For example, in some small municipalities, it's not a problem uh, if, for example, social democrats and ECRA form a coalition right, or okay. belong to the same coalition, <laughs> because at the local level, uh, the party ideologies are not playing such a big role. Right. What matters are personalities. Okay. And those connections and networks. Those are more important. And it's, I guess, everywhere in smaller municipalities that, that uh, personal right. connections play uh, more important roles and some rigid party ideologies. But if you take bigger cities, and especially if you take Tallinn, then in, in Tallinn, this, uh, this, the, these patterns have been a bit different. And I guess that in, in Tallinn, it would be quite complicated to form a coalition which is entirely different uh, from the coalition which was formed uh, 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 at the central government level okay. in, in, in Tompia. So uh, in Tallinn, I guess that uh, sooner or later, we don't know what would be the results of the elections, but sooner or later, I guess, those coalitions are going to mirror those coalitions which are ruling in, gotcha. in Tompia uh, at the central government level. Uh, so in, in Tallinn, I guess, uh, this... this um, this uh, convergence is, is, is more important. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And actually, even with the, the individual parties, so Tallinn mm -hmm. City has a, the majority centre government, mm -hmm. the country um, primarily, the, not a majority, but the Reform Party. Does this ever kind of cause a conflict with the biggest city kind of having a different party than, than the, the national government? Or is it just like New York being Democrat and, 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 and being, uh, having a it, Republican it president? Especially again in Dallin, for example, when the, uh, the Reform Party was in power and uh, the Central Party was excluded for the government for, for many decades uh, previously, since there was a constant conflict between uh, the central government, uh, led by a reform party, uh, and uh, the city of Tallinn, uh, which was at that time mostly uh, uh, led by, actually led by central party, and, and then uh, the mayor of the city was Edgar Savisar, who was anyway a very controversial politician. And there was a constant conflict okay. in which on the one hand you had uh, the Prime Minister from the Reform Party and then uh, Edgar Savisar in Dallin and there was a constant conflict. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. Mm. Um, okay, so that's a great overview of, of the parties in the situation. Um, as we look at this election, what are the key kind of either campaign platforms that each party are going for or the key kind of issues that are being being hotly debated and I've kind of it's actually relatively hard to find information in English about the the manifestos mm -hmm. and things so I, I piece little bits and, and pieces together you know urban planning and, and and things seems to be a big theme um potentially disrupting the center party's stronghold on 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 and talent seems to be another contested uh yeah. contested mm -hmm. point what are the key issues that 
that we're seeing mm-hmm. come up? Uh, right now, it's uh, uh, hard to tell it because most of the ma- uh, party manifestos are not yet uh, published. By oh, interesting. The party. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, there are some manifestos which are published, but uh, if you're looking at them, they have two parties. They have not yet published very extended and detailed versions of their manifestos. Okay. There are some basic slogans, usually, uh, on the websites. So uh, it's difficult to tell what would be the major issues. But uh, if we talk about uh, the local um, uh, English-speaking community, the new immigrants, Mm so-called, then usually parties are not paying much attention to that. The, uh, group right. because small. it's uh, <laughs> such a small and uh, not very very visible community in, sure. in Tallinn. It's it's quite logical in, in that that way. Yep. <laughs> but if you talk about the major issues, yes, it's difficult to uh, to tell you what would be the major major issues and and conflicts conflict lines for for uh, for elections, uh, I mean, for the upcoming elections. But I guess it's just my speculation. Uh, I, I guess that uh, uh, four major issues will, uh, will uh, stand out. First, um, COVID, the COVID and vaccination. Okay. A major issue. It's okay. still a major yes. issue. I guess that the parties uh, cannot avoid this, and then they don't want to avoid this because it's a, it's it is an issue. Uh, then I guess that also um, the issues um, connected or related to the Russian minority are playing some role, especially. Um, one of 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 uh, the issues uh, the parties tried to uh, raise would be the education reform, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah, the uh, key question is uh, uh, whether the Russian schools have to adopt the student language as their major language of inst- instruction. Uh, so probably we are talking about uh, Russian schools, about uh, about the language issues, uh, about the educational reform, and, and so on. This, this would be probably one of the issues, not the major one, maybe not, but uh, but at least it's going to be. It has uh, it has traditionally been one of the issues okay. for local elections. And that, just to clarify, um, that could actually be something decided at a local level. For example, Tartu not, not could exa- take a different. Not at the local position. level. Okay. But still, parties want to debate. Right. Okay. On, so on it's that, a platform for yeah, uh, on this okay. issue because it's a very contested yes. issue, <laughs> and and for example, for the central party, uh, this uh, this issue helps to mobilize their uh, Russian-speaking uh, electorate, uh, oh. and 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 so on. So it's um, it's a very let's say good and profitable issue for very right. many parties. Right. For example, Isama 
again mobilized their uh, very uh, national conservative voters who are as uh, anti-Russian and, and mm-hmm. so on. So it's a very convenient issue right. to raise. Right. And the third thing or issue, um, I guess that if you are considering the general context and if you're talking about the green deal in europe and and so on then i guess that those so-called the green issues would be also one of the major uh, topics uh, for for the campaigns making the city environment more eco-friendly clean bicycle roads parks greenery greenery and and so on those those might be one of the uh, major issues and and the last issue we have already talking about this sector probably tries to raise uh, uh, their own topics, I mean, immigration, <laughs> family values, uh, anti-LGTB, whatever. Right. Identity politics, briefly. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, interestingly enough, so I, I actually couldn't believe there was an election coming up because for me, election is like, there's an election season two years in advance of mm-hmm. even talking about it. You've got adverts on TV, you're getting called by people, you know, even at a, a relatively local level. Um, I haven't seen, maybe I think there's a Nisama sign down the road from me in, in Kadriorg. I saw that and went, oh, I think, guess that's a political party. Um, but how does, how does that season work here like you mentioned the manifestos aren't aren't published in detail um i haven't seen people campaigning or or canvassing in Mm -hmm. in the streets uh seeing the signs up etc so how do people or or, or what stage do people get that information to make a decision which way they're going to vote or are people typically voting more on that i guess values ideology alignment with a certain party um that they're going to kind of stick with election to election Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I guess that um, the major reason why this campaign, at least uh, for so far, has been so sleepy <laughs> is, uh, uh, and not very visible has been that um, uh, in Estonia, uh, in August, we had uh, the presidential elections right. and uh, parties were paying more attention uh, to to the presidential elections, and and this has been the major reason why the lo- the campaign of of the lo- for the local elections was uh, long, launched uh, quite late. Usually, parties start to campaign already in, in August if we have gotcha. uh, uh, the elections in in October. But yes, uh, in this year, mostly uh, due to the presidential elections, this. Uh, the start of the campaign uh, was was quite late. Got it. Uh, but uh, considering uh, your vote, uh, I mean, if you want to vote in, in local elections, um, then I, I give you three suggestions. Uh, and I su- suggest a very pragmatic uh, approach. Um, first, uh, I guess that because local elections are mostly about very practical everyday issues, about uh, criminal issues, mm-hmm. uh, then 
it thinks that um, first you have to think about the major problems in in your district uh, or community uh, you are living in, and and think about those everyday terminal issues about the roads, social problems, greenery, uh, uh, whatever. Okay. About all those practical everyday issues. And, and try to select three or four most burning issues for you. What matters mm-hmm. for you. Try to select them out and then later let's say in the beginning of October, I guess that the most of the parties have published their manifestos. Some of them are going to be uh, quite uh, detailed ones. Uh, send, uh, just Google for those parties. It's not very difficult to do this. Uh, try to find those manifestos, Google Translate them. <laughs> I have done this. For example, I have Google Translated uh, party manifestos which were in Latvian, in the <laughs> Latvian language. Okay. And they were quite understandable for yeah. me. No problem. Cool. <laughs> because usually they are written in very, let's say, typical right. standard language. And, and if you Google Translate them, you can read them. At least uh, they are readable okay. for you. And, and try to find which parties and how, in what way, are, are addressing those major burning issues for you. Okay. Those practical communal problems. Great. Okay, so manifesto is coming out hopefully early October. We can uh, read up yeah, on them. Or by the end of September. Okay, mm-hmm, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, we've listed out the parties that we can visit and what they stand for. So there is absolutely no excuse for anyone not to go and investigate mm-hmm. um, and get, uh, get ready to vote. Um, I think that's all of my questions. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for okay, letting us you. pick your brain on mm-hmm. this. Um, I, I learned a lot and feel way, way more informed about um, my local <laughs> local government and, 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 and rights and, and what I need to do. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. And next up, talking us through the how, when and where to vote, we have Prit Lello who's the city secretary and head of the city electoral committee uh, for the Tallinn city centre government. So welcome, Preet. Uh, hello, everyone, and thank you for in- inviting me to, to your podcast. Of course. Um, and thank you so much for taking the time, because I know you've actually just run here from, from undertaking very important electoral business. That's true, because uh, <laughs> today uh, we have uh, made uh, very important decisions uh, um, in uh, our electoral committee. Today we have uh, registered uh, 1,183 candidates uh, nominated in accordance to the requirements. And uh, we can say now that in uh, local government uh, council election will participate eight uh, uh, Estonian uh, uh, parties, political parties, and uh, two uh, election election coalitions and uh, eight independent candidates. Okay. Wow. So 1,100 just for Tallinn, this district. Wow. 
Okay. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> That's quite common for uh, Tallinn because uh, comparing with the last uh, local government elections, uh, then was uh, nominated uh, almost uh, 1,400 uh, wow. candidates. Okay, yeah. so a lot of people want to be want to be involved, participate in yeah. uh, local politics. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the process um, for voting. So we mentioned it brief- briefly before, but who is actually eligible to vote, particularly obviously focusing on, on non-Estonian citizens? Um, who actually meets the eligibility criteria to vote? Yeah, that's a very important issue to, to cover. And uh, the eligibility to vote uh, granted for a, a person at uh, least uh, 16 years age. And uh, there are several other conditions that need to be covered. And uh, first, of, first group of persons are Estonian citizens. And the uh, second one, European Union citizens. And uh, the third one, a foreign national who is residing in Estonia and all three uh, these categories uh, need to be a local uh, permanent uh, resident in Tallinn. Nice. And it's uh, important to know that uh, they need to be in population registry as of 17th of September okay. this year. So 17th of September, um, you need to be registered as a Tallinn resident in the population registry. Yes. Okay. And just to clarify one thing, because I know this is sometimes confusing. When you say permanent resident, you mean someone not just that lives here permanently, but someone that actually has a, a legal status of a, a long-term a resident or permanent residency in Estonia, which normally for us means you've been here five years, you've gone through the language test, you've had your residency, not just someone that lives here long-term. Yes, that's correct. Uh, need to have a long-term residence permit or a permanent right of residence. Yeah. Got it. And obviously, sadly, Brits no longer fall under the EU citizens, so That's I am no also longer correct, but if they have a <laughs> permanent residency, then right. they're allowed to vote. Right. So not this time for me, but maybe next time I'll be able to uh, to cast my vote. Um, right. So eligibility based on permanent residency, EU citizenship, and age sixteen or over on sixteen and over. Sixteen and over on election day. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Um, how can I check or make sure that I'm added to that voter list? Is it on the um, the registry that I can access and check that I'm registered correctly? Yes, yeah, that's true. We have a national uh, population registry. It's uh, we have also e registry. You can check in uh, online on uh, in website. Uh, just Google uh, googling, or uh, you can see it also in uh, in the web page of uh, Ministry of Interior. Great. And it's quite easy to do, to check. Uh, you need uh, to have a computer, uh, in- internet access, and uh, uh, ID card. Uh, uh, and then you log in, and uh, it's the uh, first, first thing to see that you're, what's your residency. Got it. Okay. Um, now, actually, voting itself. So... Let's talk about the two different paths. One is obviously online voting, which Estonia is very, very proud of um, mm-hmm. to be the leader there. What is the process for the online voting system? Uh, the voting uh, period lasts uh, for uh, e-voting from Monday to Saturday evening, 8 p.m. 
Okay. So you can start uh, e-voting from Monday of uh, 11th of October, okay. 8 o'clock a.m. And uh, you can do it uh, several times uh, if you think you need to re-choose your candidate. And uh, just uh, to go to official website of uh, e-voting and uh, log in. Also, you need to have a, a mobi mobile ID or ID card and uh, internet access. That's almost uh, all you need to have. And I've done it before <laughs> and it took for me just three, four minutes to do. Okay. Uh, and uh, one, one thing to know, maybe it's important to note, is that uh, it's not possible to vote uh, via smartphone. Okay. Got it. So do you need to, um, do you, you actually vote on your computer, but there's, I think, an application you download yes. uh, from the e-voting website to do that. Okay, fine. And you actually mentioned something something there, which is pretty unique, I think, um, to Tallinn and may, it may seem strange, to, not Tallinn, Estonia, and may seem strange to, to people, is that you can vote multiple times. So you yes. can... A, change your vote, but B, resubmit it um, multiple times over that period. Yes, that's true. And you can do it from Monday to uh, till uh, Saturday. And uh, one additional possibility, if you think on Sunday that you once again want to re-vote, uh, vote once again, then you can change your vote uh, at the uh, polling uh, place. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um and I understand, actually, uh, that that was introduced almost as a security measure to make sure that, for example, people, you know, maybe being made to vote under duress or something along those lines could always correct and, and kind of have their final say yeah, at the end true. of the day. Yeah, that's true. It's in order to guarantee that uh, the decision is made uh, independently and uh, not affected by anyone else. So Yeah, which is actually pretty amazing. Um Okay, so e-voting from the 11th uh, to the Saturday, um, go to e-voting website, download the application, use a mobile ID or ID card reader, I guess. True. Yes, um, to validate and then submit your vote. Amazing. Uh, one quick thing, so I understand that the e-voting system is actually not available um, in English right now, so it is in Estonian, but... Um, how can English speakers or, or non-Estonian speakers be guided through that process? Uh, I believe that uh, in this uh, main website and also additional website, valimiset.ee, uh, there are uh, lots of information about uh, also e-voting. And uh, I have, I've observed that uh, it's in English uh, at this point also. Yeah. Okay, great. So there's an English it's, guide on the website to help that's guide true. you through. It's, maybe it's not convenient uh, <laughs> if it's in Estonian, but uh, uh, maybe maybe someone can guide before uh, sure. the voting process. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, so that's e-voting. Um, you can also vote, obviously, in person. So how does that work? And particularly, how may that be changed now with, with COVID and things? Are there additional precautions um, that, that may need to be considered? Yes. Uh, uh, at the 
polling uh, station or polling place. You can also start voting from Monday, okay. of 11th October. And uh, we have covered the city with uh, 96 uh, polling places. Oh, wow. That's quite uh, a lot of a number of polling places. And uh, we, have, we have increased the number due to COVID. And uh, the idea is to disperse a person mm. uh, so that uh, if somebody feels that it's not convenient, uh, so it's very easy to choose a way to vote. Of course, uh, pr probably the uh, best way is then, uh, to use uh, i-voting. Uh, uh, but uh, so coming back to the, the question, from Monday till Thursday, you can uh, use advanced voting. Okay. And we have uh, 31 places to vote. They located at the largest uh, malls, uh, schools, and right. uh, community places. Okay. Community places, yes. Right. And uh, uh, from uh, Friday, the 15th of October, you can vote uh, at all polling uh, places in Tallinn. But it's, it's important to know that uh, at the last day, that is election day, 17th of October, you can vote uh, in your uh, electoral, electoral district. You can choose uh, the polling place, but you need to vote in, in this district, which equal the district of the uh, city of Tallinn. Okay. We have in Tallinn eight city districts, like Lasnama, Central uh, uh, District, and uh, in the electoral districts are uh, the same. Okay, yeah. so that's uh, that's on those days. But in the other days, can you actually vote anywhere in the city? Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, what would you need to bring to the polling station? Is it just your ID card? Are there mask mandates and things? Vaccination certificates required? Anything like that? The, the voting is a constitutional right uh, of a citizen, so mm -hmm. it's not be limited by uh, uh, restrictions like vaccination. Got it. So we do not uh, check whether a person, uh, a voter is uh, vaccinated or not. Uh, due to the uh, law, uh, the polling places are uh, opened uh, for, uh, uh, to use to everyone. So it means that we need to wear a mask. But it. uh, it's not a question for us. If somebody do not have a mask, we provide it. Got uh, it. Our uh, member of uh, committees mostly are vaccinated. And uh, we use also mask during this process. And uh, we have uh, saved screens additional. We have uh, dosators and uh, lots of stuff. So it, I, be I believe it's going to be uh, safe as uh, usually. But uh, we have taken precautions. And uh, one new thing that we are going to use, we, we are going to establish uh, six open-air uh, polling stations. Oh, so okay. you can, somebody who do not feel comfortable inside, they can vote in uh, quite a large tent. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And then for just identification purposes, I'm guessing just your ID card. Yes, I forgot so. it. Sorry. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's almost the assumed and easy one, right? But it's, it's important not to forget it on the election day <laughs> when coming to polling yeah. uh, station. So we, uh, we need to identify the person, the mm -hmm. voter. So identification uh, document is necessary. ID card is uh, perfect. And uh, car license is also perfect. Okay. Any uh, uh, 
authorized uh, document is uh, quite suitable for us. The necessary is to see uh, the picture, and the signature or image of a signature, uh, ID code, the personal code. One document which not uh, allowed is a pension certificate. Got it. Okay. And for foreigners to be able to validate that they meet the conditions, so they're an EU citizen or they have permanent residency, do they also need to bring, for example, their passport or their permanent residency card? Or is that against their ID number that they can, that it's validated? I think it's an ID card is enough. Yeah. ID card is enough. It's validated yeah. on there. Yeah. Great. Okay. So that's online voting, in-person voting covered. Um, question. The international community of Tallinn, Historically, how much has that community actually voted? Do we have any statistics on, or, or are we looking to kind of increasingly? And it's perfectly fine if the answer is we have no idea. It's a very small kind of population. Uh, but is it something that, you know, the commission is looking to increase representation of? Uh, city of Tallinn is an international city. Uh, very much so, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, there are uh, definitely uh, foreigners who have a right to uh, participate in election. So uh, uh, the number is increasing, but I do not know the specific uh, statistics. But do I know that 30% uh, uh, of uh, votes uh, uh, we got uh, from uh, I-voting? Okay. And uh, the largest population uh, who has a right to vote uh, lives in Lasnamai. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. And the more foreigners live in the uh, central uh, city. Is there typically a large uh, voter turnout in general across all populations in, in local elections? Yes. Do people typically kind yeah. of really participate in that? Yeah, yeah. Comparing to national elections, the uh, turnout of uh, local uh, council elections is uh, larger, I believe. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's very interesting. I guess, you know, the places I've, I've previously lived, it's been completely the opposite. I couldn't tell you if I'd ever voted for my local council or a local member, but obviously definitely um, you focus on, on national level, but that's actually really interesting that people feel that, that connection to, to inputting into their local um, local issues and local government. I think it's, uh, it's because people are, inhabitants are really concerned about uh, the local uh, uh, community, uh, how we develop and uh, how to uh, provide some help and uh, in in our city life. Yeah. Great, and part of your we truly care about how the city lives. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and part of your role right now is obviously gathering the different submissions, which you were doing this morning. Um, in terms of things coming out shortly, like the party manifestos and and the things like that, will you will the the city? Um, Electoral Committee be involved in kind of publishing that out and making sure that information is distributed? Political parties uh, provide their information their own. Got and, it. Uh, what we're going to provide uh, via internet and uh, via interviews and uh, television broadcast that uh, when uh, our inhabitants need to register in population register and when they can start voting, uh, such kind of information. That's our obligation. And because uh, we are very interested that uh, people come out and uh, give their vote to their candidates. Yeah. Perfect. Um, anything else we need to know or that you want uh, you want to say to the international community about about voting in, in Tallinn? Uh, come and participate in elections. <laughs> <laughs> Great. 
Okay, Britt, thank you so much for coming in today. That was um, incredibly helpful um, and hopefully helped all the listeners out there understand the process. Thank you and all the best to you. Thanks. And that's a wrap on episode number four. If you want to learn more about local news, subscribe to the Talon in brief English newsletter, which comes out once a month and provides a great overview of what is happening in the capital. You can find a subscription link in the podcast description. And if you live in the city center or simply interested in updates about everyday life in Kesklin, have some questions for the local authorities willing to share your thoughts and ideas on urban space organization or any other concerns regarding Talon Central District, join the Talon City Center for Expats official Facebook community administered by the Talon City Center government. Happy September, everyone. Stay safe, get voting, and we'll see you next month. Yeah, Daiga.